baby monkeys, it's that time of the month again. Welcome to the Silk Road Podcast Season 2, Episode 3. Today, we've invited two wonderful guests, namely Reese Chen. Hello, I'm Reese, and I'm part of the podcast media team. And also Chloe Yap. Hello, I'm Chloe, and I'm also part of the podcast media team. They're both from our Ateneo Senior High Silk Road organization, and today, I've invited both of them for a bit of their time to discuss our wonderful lunar calendar. This episode was produced in partnership with Ateneo Blue Repertory, Ateneo Celadon, Chinoy TV, Manila Downtown YMCA Youth Club, St. Jude Catholic School Student Council, and the USD Scarlet Central. <sighs> now that we've gotten that over with, Guys, as for tradition, we need to have a corny joke. What corny joke did you prepare for us? So, what did the astronomers do when they got sick of watching the moon's revolution around the Earth? What, what did they do? They just called it a day. <laughs> okay. Um, sometimes I hate my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, moving on. As stated before, today we're going to be talking about the lunar calendar. Guys, Anna, do you guys know what's the lunar calendar? Anyone wants to give like a short description to our listeners that maybe don't know what it is? Um, to be honest, I'm still very confused about the lunar calendar. I never once understood it. So, Kay, can you explain? Okay, um, thank you, Reese, for passing back the microphone to me. <laughs> For our listeners, me, Reese, and Chloe were all still Thai, meaning that we grew up in a mixture of Filipino and Chinese households. So there's this thing because in the Philippines, or in modern times, most of the world follows the Gregorian calendar, which is the solar-based calendar. It was a system that was popularized by the Roman Catholic Church. And what happened was like, yeah, it's the calendar we use nowadays, every day, 12 months a year, January, February, March. However, in China, there's this another type of calendar known as the lunar calendar. And a lot of Philchide families, like mine, we use both of them. I'm not sure. Do you guys use both of them? Yeah, we celebrate both the years. But yeah, like, we just don't understand how it works. Yeah, it's it's too complicated, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm here to explain because we did the writer's team. They did some research for us. So how the lunar calendar works, Jose, is it is a dating system that is based on the orbit of the moon around the Earth. So instead of the sun, we follow the moon. <laughs> so basically, there's going to be some maths here, but in the lunar year, there is, um, you know how there's like the full moon every month? So yeah. we count the time from one full moon to that other full moon. And that is one month. And there's, there can be like 12 or 13 full moons per year. So there can be 12 or 13 months. And that could lead to like around 354 or 355 days in a year. Just a bit complicated. But like the simplest way to understand all of this is that you count the moon cycles from one spring to the next. And spring for the Chinese people in ancient history was basically Chinese New Year. Because like it was the symbolism of a birth of something new, right? So that's why the date on the lunar calendar changes every year. Because like the full moon changes roughly every 29.5 days. So it's like a bit confusing. But like just think that starts on Chinese New Year, there is a full moon. Wait until the next full moon, that's one month. And we keep going. I did not know that was how it worked. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know it until we had to do it for this podcast too. But I guess it kind of makes sense how we couldn't understand 
so complicated. Yeah. Uh, it's like when in Chinese school before, in like in leisure or even in just normal Chinese classes, when they explained it, I could not understand it for the life of me. I just memorized it and wrote it on the test. <laughs> Did they teach us? I don't think it was a big lesson. I think they just kind of slipped it in or something. I don't know. I kind of remember something like that. Like uh, in- I don't. LM. I don't remember. <laughs> LM. Oh my god. I yeah. definitely don't remember. Oh Zoe, how about you? Did you go to a Chinese school? Did they teach this thing? Yeah, I went to a Chinese school, but we didn't have like Chinese history until later on. So I feel like this wasn't really um, a topic that they taught us first. And I don't really remember learning this either. So I mean, if it's so complicated, then what was the point of it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they just wanted to confuse us. That was, yeah, they just wanted to do that. Yeah. No, actually, there was a use for it in ancient China because they used to use the lunar calendar to choose dates for farming, uh, weddings, and other like activities because there were certain days of the month that were believed to be quote unquote lucky and unlucky depending on the intended activity. I actually, I even remember my grandma, she was, so when, when, my, when my mom was pregnant with my brother and I, she would count or she would do some weird some something i don't know what she did but she some would, chinese magic some, some chinese maths yeah. <laughs> some weird <laughs> chinese thing yeah she would do stuff like that and she did that to like tell something i i don't know but it was really confusing she even did it for my mom and dad's and my uncle and my aunt's like wedding date so that's why like their wedding dates it's like one day um after it's like April something and then the next day is like my, my aunts and uncles because my mama and my uncle were like counting everything and they were like making she sure really that she's a good to day maximize the lucky day <laughs> yeah oh my gosh and then I only found that out recently I was like why why are your anniversaries so near each other and she was like oh your ama chose that for us and I was like oh, really yeah oh uh, your ama tries to maximize our luckiness by choosing it on this yeah, she, she really, she really maxed out the luck. <laughs> because the moon said so. Because the moon said so. Yes. <laughs> uh, how about nowadays? Do your does your families other other than your grandma? I mean, does anyone else use the lunar calendar? I feel like uh, Philippine people these days don't really use the lunar calendar other than like for holidays, so Chinese New Year, or, like when it's dice game season and stuff, and then like. I don't really see people mention the lunar calendar. You know, we in the Philippines and in a lot of countries, we just use the Gregorian calendar because it's so much easier. You know, Fair. yeah. I feel like people it's only just use like the lunar months. calendar. Yeah, you know, it's not like moving and everything. It's not like you need to calculate the moon spin, spinning, yeah. and becoming a half crescent and then a yeah. full moon. <laughs> yeah, people only use the lunar calendar for festivals these days. So like mid-autumn and spring festival wait wait i think there's another thing that the lunar calendar is used for hmm? what, what is it i think it's the zodiac the chinese oh, zodiacs yeah. oh yeah yes. oh my god yeah. we for- <laughs> totally forgot that, <laughs> that was a previous episode guys Oops. how could we forget the chinese zodiacs um, that was, this, um, is, <laughs> this is Kay and I's Amma era, so, you know, apologies. <laughs> the next thing you know, me and Reese are going to be looking at the moon and calculating your lucky day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, um, don't go to school today. It's not lucky. <laughs> yeah, come to us. Uh, pay us like 10 pesos and we'll give you a day. <laughs> okay, going back. What about the zodiacs again? 
So the lunar calendar is linked to the Chinese zodiac year, right? Can you guys yeah. remember like the order of the Chinese zodiac animals? Oh, can we remember? This thing doesn't yes. change. Like unlike the lunar calendar, <laughs> this thing doesn't change. Yeah, I feel like it's so ingrained. Thing, yes, I remember being taught this. I never memorized it until I had to honestly make the podcast cover art. Really, <laughs> really? for the last episode. Really? Yeah, Chloe, I remember. You know, I can recite the zodiac in like three languages. Three? Girl, I can't oh yeah, yeah three, three. Yeah. This is like, like okay, that thing has been ingrained in It's because they taught us in. We had this one teacher. She was our leisure teacher, and she was so. Oh my god. She. <laughs> she's like a terror. Si Uling ba? A little bit. Yeah, it's Uling. She she made us memorize it in Mandarin and in Hokkien. I actually like Uling. <laughs> I like, okay. She's not that bad, but like, you know, she's kind of scary. <laughs> she is like strict, yes, but she's also yeah. really, really soft and fluffy, and she looks like a marshmallow. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't want um summoning Uling. Anyway, Kay, why don't you recite the 12 zodiac animals in the three languages? Yes. No way. I did that last episode. If all I have terrible pronunciation. Yeah, I want to hear you <laughs> Chinese. Come on. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. If it's bad, cut it out and let Kay do it instead. <laughs> okay. No bad. All right. Let's go. In English, we have the rat. The ox, the tiger, the rabbit, the dragon, snake, horse, sheep, monkey, rooster, dog, and pig. And in Mandarin, we have Shu Nyo Hu Tu Long She Maya Ho Ti Go Chu Tamo Ba Ke. That's pretty good. That was pretty okay. good. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. I have not used Chinese in a while. Oh my god. Do you, do you want to do the Hokkien one? Do you want to add one more? Sure. Wait, what's the Hokkien? Oh my gosh. I can't remember the Hokkien one. <laughs> Okay, I need help. Chloe, do you speak Hokkien? No. I mean, I only know a bit, but I definitely do not know the Chinese zodiacs in Hokkien. Okay, would you would you okay, like could to you do, do it? it for us? Yeah. Yes. Okay, um, let's, let's do a bit of a wrap. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, wow. They all just sound the same, I swear. If you don't <laughs> if you don't know the language, you're not gonna be able to understand. Yeah, yeah but I'm surprised like kind of sound same. I'm surprised like Chloe, your, your school didn't like teach this. Huh? Yeah. Oh, this was taught. I just lost. <laughs> like I have no recollection. <laughs> I and then after that, it was gone. Like after just the for test, the test. Yeah. Yeah. After the test, <laughs> my mind just completely forgot about that. I feel like a lot of Chinese schools they make us memorize a lot of Chinese stuff, and then they just it's just pick what you want to remember. <laughs> it's just pure sitak, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. So sitak is basically um I will I don't know the exact r- right words, but it's basically like when you're studying something but you're not really like understanding it, and you're just it's just like pure memorization, and then after that you just forget it. Yeah, a lot of um Chinese school kids do this for especially for the Chinese subjects because it's so hard to understand sometimes. So yeah, people will just sitak the lessons. Um. See, talk if I'm not wrong in English is like directly it's dead studying. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, that's a direct answer. That, that, that makes sense. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. It's actually a pretty common thing in Chinese culture because I don't know if you guys. Uh, this might be a bit of a tangent, but like in China, that's it. The kids have to study so much that they just like go memorize, memorize, whoosh. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like Ch- no Chinese is like not something exactly. Yeah, Chinese isn't something you can learn easily. And yeah, that's true. No thoughts memorized. Sometimes yeah. they stick with it. You like maybe you can memorize twelve zodiacs in one go. Sometimes you forget it. Like you forget the letters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that is Sitak. And if you meet a Chinese kid who went to a Chinese school, they're they're probably really good in memorization. Just <laughs> just a FYI. <laughs> yeah, they probably can memorize like the multiplication table in two languages at the very least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could. I remember being taught the A B C D, but like Chinese version. Oh yeah, yeah. Dai Ping Ding. But like I can't go after D. I forgot. <laughs> There were three choices. I'm sorry, Uling. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Uling. I remember these zodiac came with two other things, which is the letters and like one other thing, but I can't remember honestly. It like left my brain. Oh, I think it was like numbers, but like level up version. Oh, yeah, I remember that, but no, I don't remember that actually. I'm lying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my. Okay, okay, guys, let us get back to this. The topic at hand. Back to the topic. Yes. Oh, back to the who, topic. Who wants to explain what the zodiac has to do with the Chinese calendar? Um, Chloe, I think yeah, you sure, can do I that. can explain it. Okay. So the Chinese zodiac animals, like the ones we just listed earlier, it changes every year, and it is also in the same order as we have listed. So once all 12 years have passed, the cycle of animals will repeat, starting with the rat again. So I think this upcoming Chinese New Year, we're gonna have uh, a new animal. And I think this year, it's going to be tiger. Yeah. Because yeah, last yeah. year was ox, right? Yeah. Roar. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> I think in the last episode, we talked about how the tiger was a pretty coveted zodiac sign. Like, people would like it. So, congrats to all of the babies born this year. <laughs> yeah, you, everybody That's wants to be you. Congrats. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe like, except the people that are gonna be dragons. <laughs> there's a hierarchy. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a hierarchy? It's like, no one wants to be the pig, you know? <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, I want to be a pig. <laughs> really? I'd rather be a pig than a rat, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember in like the last episode, we talked about how the rat was pretty unlucky because he kind of cheated. <laughs> like, not not really unlucky, but like, this is what the myth, myths say. Uh, don't come for me, Haramogadaga. <laughs> but like, they'd be unlucky because the original rat kind of cheated in the race. But if you want to know more, go check out our previous episode, season two, episode two. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we won't tell you. Just check out episode two. Yes, okay, so that's it. Moving on, we're not gonna elaborate because you need to check out our other episodes. Yes. Good luck to all the babies born this year. You guys are blessed because you guys are tigers. Unless, unless you are born on an unlucky day. So, you know, um, parents out there, ask your amas or like count something first. You know, you don't want to land on an unlucky day. You know? parents out there you have to be careful on what year you give birth to your child because it could be an unlucky zodiac sign exactly <laughs> but like when to pick a lucky one like if you're gonna be born this year then you're like 50 percent done but like you still have the rest of the 50 percent battle because in the lunar calendar there are lucky years to be born a lucky days to be born yep so you just really gotta pick <laughs> Maybe this is why my grades are <laughs> I wasn't lucky enough. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. By the way, guys, this is just like all myths, so don't take it too seriously. Take them with a grain of salt instead. 
Yeah. And on that note, I think it is time for our break. Okay, Chloe, is it hot in here or is it just me? <laughs> Not just you. Sometimes the sun can be too much. That's why Celestial Bodies Incorporated is offering an exclusive subscription plan just for you and our listeners, of course. What we're offering is the moon. For just $22.2, you can be sun-free for 24 hours, 30, 365 days a year. Forget sweating because with the moon's revolutionary reflective technology, you can access the sun's more useful light while still being able to feel that sweet, cool breeze. So subscribe to the moon now and make sure to use code SRP Season 2 for a free 30-day trial and a lifetime moon subscription at half price for half a day. So what about it, Reese? Do you want to avail this promo? <laughs> Um, I think I might consider it. Yes, the Silk Road Podcast is now sponsored by The Moon, or otherwise known as the Celestial Bodies Incorporated. Thank you, and have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, okay, okay. On more serious note, this episode was actually produced in partnership with Ateneo Blue Repertory, Ateneo Saladon, Chinoy TV, Manila Downtown YMCA Youth Club, St. Jude Catholic School Student Council, and the USP Scarlet Central. Don't forget to go... Buy your own moon subscription at half price or per day by using code SRPSSEASON2 at checkout. Thank you! And we're back! Wait, guys. I have a moon pickup line. Oh, let's hear it. Okay, Um, here it goes. Are you the moon? Why? Why? Because even when it's dark, you still seem to shine. <laughs> okay. Oh okay, let's, let's go. <laughs> I didn't expect that the next segment. If I, Thank you for... If I hear that pickup line next time in the future, I'll think of you, Chloe. <laughs> I think we were just talking about the Chinese New Year. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the Chinese New Year. Yeah, I can explain that. So for our non phil Chai listeners, there is this thing known as the Chinese year. <laughs> and basically how it works is that so we, the majority of the world that uses the Gregorian calendar, we celebrate the new year on January 1st. However, for Chinese people and also like Phil Chai people, we have this other new year, otherwise known as the Chinese New Year. This is basically based off of the lunar calendar. The first day of the lunar calendar is the first day of spring, and that's usually in February. So what happens is that we fill tries, we celebrate the Gregorian calendar as one, so that's January 1st, and we also celebrate the first day of lunar calendar, which tends to be in February. It's not always the same because of the changing seasons, but basically, we celebrate two New Year's! Yay! Yay! More food. More food and more money. Oh yeah. And more celebrations. Yeah. Oh, this might not get the money thing. Oh, okay. Cut that out. (laughs) No, no, no. You can explain it. You can just explain it. Oh, okay. So more money because every New Year, uh, usually our grandparents and uncles and aunties would give us ang pals or red pockets. I don't know why, but they like giving us money and we just take it. You know what? I think it's, it's probably it's because- also convenient because you don't have yeah. to think of gifts. You just kind of give money. True, true. But also, like, would you rather get a gift or would you rather get a packet full of money? I'd rather get money. I'd rather like, get yeah, money. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you sound too like greedy. 
No, 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 no. You guys, you guys have to understand. It's a cultural thing. We've been doing this since yeah. we were children. The yeah. moment we see the bread packet, we go It's happy. like <laughs> our, our eyes turn into hearts, you know? <laughs> Or dollar signs, whatever. Dollar signs. Yeah. <laughs> whatever works. Chinese people are very money-faced, you know? Like, mm-hmm. kung si fatai, it doesn't even mean wish you a new year or something. It means, I wish you be rich. <laughs> so, <laughs> si fatai yeah. is the... They usually say a Chinese New Year. So like, I will go to Risa's house on Chinese New Year because like, I borrow something because it changes every year. Spring changes. And then I will knock on Risa's door. I will go, Goldie Patai, Risa has to give me money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. How about let's talk about some other traditions. Like one or two. Other than Chinese New Year, other than Ang Pao's, what else do you exchange or do in Chinese New Year? Um, Here's what I remember. Uh, every Chinese New Year, Our whole family, like on my dad's side, that lives in the Philippines, will gather at our house, and we would have like this big celebration with like food and fireworks and everything. Yeah, that's what I remember. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And what you about know, you, Chloe? I think one thing I like really vividly remember is in school, and I know that sounds boring because it sounds like school, but. Um, it was actually usually really fun on Chinese New Year because we would always prepare performances. Like the most memorable one is always the lion or like the dragon dance. Yeah, like that's what I would look forward to every time. Yeah. Oh, oh I think our school also. Okay, me and Reese went to the same school, and we also had Chinese New Year like dance. Yeah, it, it was usually and I, like the teachers they would just. Yeah. in the costume and start dancing but also like the pretty girls oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they would like stand around the the gym where the lion dancing happened no I'm serious like, not the lion dancing but like in our school during Chinese New Year a bunch of like girls would dress up and then they would perform traditional Chinese dance <laughs> yeah I was true. one of those girls at one at one time <laughs> See, pretty girls. <laughs> no, not pretty girls. <laughs> yes, you know oh what? Our, in our school, you would have to do every single year, like every grade level. Yeah, And it was like a requirement. Yeah. Even <laughs> I don't know how they ran out of dolls. Oh, I remember there was one year we were taught like this drum routine, and I tell, I kid you not, that same drum routine was literally repeated for like. Three years after that, <laughs> like I don't know why they just didn't bother to do anything new. Yeah, they they just These assumed are... that the students would forget it after all the sea talk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I think one of the important traditions for Chinese New Year because another thing that only thing we Chinese <laughs> love more than money is family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is where you're supposed to clap. This is where you're supposed to clap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me a small yeah. applause, okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, the real, the real like meaning behind Chinese New Year, a lot of people would say, is that it's the family reunion time, which is like really true, especially in modern times, because you know how Chinese New Year, full moon, and then in Ch- China we have the saying called Yuan Man, which is basically meaning like circle full, <laughs> and we use it to describe the moon. During Chinese New Year, because all of the family members is going to come back, and we're going to eat in a circle table, and we're gonna be a full circle. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. And then, yeah, it's actually been interrupted by COVID for two times now, and people are kind of sad. I know. But, oh yeah. well. I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, I kind of miss. What can we do about it? <laughs> yeah. I miss it yeah. too. I, I think they took it for granted or something. Yeah. Super. Yeah, I know. It was only like when COVID happened, I realized, oh. huh, my February feels oh. very empty. <laughs> 
I miss the lion dance dances down my house and the fireworks that were illegal <laughs> and the hot pots. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, the hot pot. Oh. Oh. Hot pot is such a staple. Yes. I even remember like some kids in uh, in our, our old school. They would go home. They would go back to China for Chinese New Year. But only for the weekend, and then they come back on like Monday. Oh, oh wow. really? Yeah. Is it like to visit their grandparents? Yeah, and like I always thought to myself, wow, that is a very short trip. But I I have some classmates <laughs> who would like go literally go back. I even remember in 2020, one of my classmates went back to China, and then while she was in China, that's when like COVID was <laughs> starting to not starting to spread, but we were hearing news about COVID. So when she came back. Our teacher told her to like. <laughs> our teacher told her to like stay away from like the other kids. I don't know how to feel about. That. I know. Right? <laughs> Say like, is that not really funny? Yeah, I I think she meant it But in like, a joking way though. Yeah. I hope she meant it in a joking way. Yeah. I can see her point though. Like maybe your teacher predicted she, what, she was what like, was like, gonna happen. A Chinese fortune teller. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she consulted the moon. <laughs> yeah. Now I see why Hector wants the moon so bad. I know, right? He just wants all the good days. <laughs> Hector. From Despicable. Okay. Oh no, Vector. From Despicable Moon. Vector, yeah, Vector. Who the heck is Hector? That's a very bad question. <laughs> oh my gosh, my bad. Wait, is, Ve- is Despicable Moon the minion? Wait, Vector? Yes. Oh, what's yes, his name? Gru. Oh, Gru, yeah, Gru. Oh, she- <laughs> okay. Sorry. Oh, oh, I didn't go the wrong place. Gru. The Despicable Me, yeah, the minions. What do they want to do with the moon? Like, I don't know. It? He like want he wanted to steal it. I don't know why though. I can't remember why. Maybe he's <laughs> Chinese. Maybe he just needs more was... luck in his life. Yeah, he was secretly Chinese. You know, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. You know what? I um, feel like one thing Chinese maybe love more than family. Actually, no, but arguably the color red. There's something about <laughs> yeah. the color red. It's because you know because like. I think the color red symbolizes luck. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, what does it like luck? Yeah, you know we're Chinese people are very um, obsessed with luck, so we get anything luck related. Like a card. <laughs> I want all the luck I can get. <laughs> we is don't it just there, like a backstory to this this obsession with red. Oh really? I kind of just is went along one? with it blindly. <laughs> oh okay. I think it's more of a symbolism, right? Like oh, it denotes prosperity and it wards off evil spirits and negativity. Apparently, Ooh. is there nothing about luck there? <laughs> yeah, prosperity. <laughs> prosperity is money. Oh, <laughs> money and luck. Okay, money and luck. Yeah. Money and luck. Okay. I guess I guess red is the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Do you guys prefer the Gregorian calendar or like the lunar calendar, or the Gregorian New Year or the Chinese New Year? I feel um, like I just I don't really necessarily prefer one over the other, but I'm just more used to Gregorian, you know. Same. I mean, much easier. Your school. <laughs> yeah. I you said that you you don't even remember your school teaching, you know. <laughs> How yeah. do you use something? You that's don't know. That's very true. Yeah, but I feel like something about Chinese New Year is so special. Like it's like the yeah, celebration it's, it's itself. Is, it's like a different kind of celebration compared to like the normal New Year. I don't know. Things feel more special with Chinese New Year for some reason. So. Yeah, I feel like in terms of like just keeping up to date, Gregorian would be much more like convenient because it's so easy to follow. But in terms of celebration, I think Chinese New Year is a little more fun in a way. Maybe for us. Maybe, maybe. it's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe. It's a tradition. But like it's the tradition. my family just eats on both times. 
That's true. Yeah, same. Yeah. So just like it's just like double the fun. But like, okay, I was thinking. So the, you know, like the lunar calendar is our tradition. Mm-hmm. Like it's been with us since 14 BC or something like that. Yeah, 14 BC. So like this thing has been with us for quite a while. And similarly, Chinese New Year is like a product of it. But like we, the younger Chinese generation, are kind of starting to forget the lunar calendar. Do you think yeah. that it's possible that we will forget the Chinese New Year then? Like if no. we don't even know how to yeah. count the lunar calendar, what will happen to the Chinese New Year? Yeah, it's it's kind of sad. I hope we don't forget it. You know what? As long as Chinese schools exist, I don't think yeah. we will forget. It. <laughs> Actually, maybe we will. I think it's I think it's harder now because of COVID. But yeah, there's still like the essence of it that I think will always remain. Or yeah. I hope will always remain. Hopefully, do you think like if the chi- if the lunar calendar disappeared? Will you guys like miss it or? I think I will just because there's so many holidays and like I can you know I can get my money you know. So. You know what? <laughs> I just remembered what? having the lunar calendar doesn't just mean that we have two New Years. What else? It also means that we have two birthdays. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! Right, guys! Oh, oh guys! <laughs> we get two birthdays on every week, guys. Get jealous. We get double the money, so yes, get jealous. Yeah, you might actually know when your lunar birthdays are, though. I I know, I know. My grandma tells me. Oh. I know, but like it changes, right? It changes, but like what my family did, so that we won't be so confused. I think my my um, and uncle are like sick of counting already. They just kind of <laughs> chose a date that was like one year. For example, my birthday is on February 8 and at some point in these past few years, my birthday on the lunar calendar would have been January 11. So they kind of just chose January 11, and we kind of just used that as my Chinese birthday, so we don't have to count anymore. So like mm. you took. Inspiration from the Chinese lunar calendar, and then just stuck it onto the Gregorian. Yup. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we got sick of counting, you know. So are we gonna lose our tradition? Oh no! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Who am I to talk? You know my grab. She's really good because we are like 16 cousins or 12 cousins. Yeah, we're 12 cousins. That wow. woman remembers all of our birthdays. Wow. She may not remember what grade I am in, but she remembers my birthday. <laughs> Yeah. Wow! I do not even remember my own Chinese birthday. <laughs> I just wake up one day and my mom hands me a bowl of noodles and goes, "Eat, <laughs> just eat." <laughs> okay, co- context, guys. Context in China, China when it's our birthday or some special day like that, we eat noodles so that we can live longer because mm-hmm. noodles are long. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you, don't you, chew. Don't swallow. Don't, don't chew it. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that that reminds me. I saw a I'm video. I'm kidding. You swallow. I, I saw a video of like someone eating noodles with chopsticks, and then right like as they were about to slurp it, they used scissors to cut it in half. What? Like, what the? That's psychotic. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I think Are it you was Chinese? No, no, no. It, I think it was like Drew Barrymore and another. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I oh my like, god. Oh my gosh. It was so weird. Like, jeez, <laughs> it sounds weird just hearing you talk about it. Even if you're I not Chinese, like, I feel like why would you cut your noodles? That's really weird. Cut the noodles. Uncle Roger. Yeah, we should email it. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be like, "Kaya, how can you do this?" <laughs> Give him like a small heart attack. <laughs> Give him like a heart. Yeah, yeah, Nang. I just remembered because it's so weird. Funny. Okay. Okay. Wait. Oh, another thing. Since we're on the topic of birthday, 
here is some informational content to our non-Chinese Chilchai listeners, if there are any. But like, here's some extra content. Did you know that we have a one Chinese birthday and then we have one Gregorian birthday? <laughs> yes. So if I were to celebrate my 16th Gregorian birthday this year, my English birthday is on November. Maybe I should give that that much importance. That is in November. I am going to be celebrating my 17th Chinese birthday in October. Yeah. Don't ask me how that works. But like the Chinese count the year you were in your mother's belly as one year. So the moment you are born, you're one years old. Fun fact, I've actually gotten into fights with my mom. Guess she'll be like, you're 15 already. Why don't you know how to do this, 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 and this? And I'm like, mom, I'm just 13. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> if you do the math, okay. If I was 13 in 2012, and then the moment it reaches 2004, the moment it passes February, whatever Chinese New Year day that was, I was going to be 14. However, my English birthday would still be like lesser because I, I haven't had my birthday yet. Yes. So like I would be like 15 in Chinese and I would be 13 in Gregorian. And my mom would go, oh my god, you're 15. Don't you know how, don't, shouldn't you know how to do this, 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 this and that? I'm like 13. <laughs> like there's a difference. <laughs> a lot of I don't know, this, this was such a big thing in my house. <laughs> but like there's a big difference between a 16 year old and a 14 year old, Deva? Yeah. Oh, I actually have a a fun, interesting fact about Chinese birthdays and uh, Gregorian birthdays about my dad. Because my dad was born in China. And like I said, my grandparents like to use the lunar calendar. So when he was in China, his birthday on the lunar calendar was October 23. Or wait, no, no, no. Yeah, October 23rd. My birthday is also in October. Nice, but I don't know the date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but his birthday was on October 23. And then when he moved to the Philippines, they had to write in their birth certificate the Gregorian birthday. So they just counted, they, they just like checked the date of October uh, 23 in whatever year he was born. And in that year of the Gregorian calendar, so his birthday is on September 11 in the Gregorian calendar. Ay, no, no, no. Oh my gosh, wait, no. Baliktad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it just me or does Reese not know her own father's birthday? You know, my, my, my father's side, I'm so confused. <laughs> Everything about my father's side is, so, is such a big mystery to me. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait, wait. So my... Dad, when he was born in China, he was born on September 11 on the lunar calendar. But when he moved to the Philippines, they had to write down his Gregorian birthday on his birth certificate. So they had to translate that September 11 to and that specific year to the Gregorian calendar that year and that date, and they got October 23. But for some reason, we, we don't use October 23 to celebrate my dad's birthday because, you know, we are following the lunar calendar for my dad for some reason. So even if officially his birthday is on October 23 in the, in the Gregorian calendar, it still moves around. Like we don't use October 23. We still have to, we still translate the September 11 to whatever okay, it is. But for you, they decided to just use one. But for your dad. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> It's so weird. I don't know why they did that. They're so confusing. I don't know. Tradition, man. Tradition. Tradition? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's because older. So it's just easier to remember one. <laughs> huh? yeah. 
they just chose like, my dad. Or maybe like your grandma. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe. <laughs> She's like willing to do the math for your dad, but like for your daughter. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she can do it. Yeah. I think we do it for our for my dad and his brother to so my uncle. But for the kids, we just stick with one. <laughs> okay, but an important question. Yes. Does your dad have like a Facebook account? Yes, he what? does. <laughs> Why? Yes. <laughs> what is this Facebook? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> That's I don't, a valid question. True. I don't even know. I don't even know if he put his birthday. Oh. Yeah. Just. <laughs> but yes, that's just. <laughs> okay, we yeah. are nearing the end of this podcast. You know what I suddenly just realized? Remember how earlier we, we were talking about how the lunar calendar might like disappear because we as the younger generation, we don't really memorize it? Yeah. Okay. You know what I just realized? We have technology. We can make robots memorize it for us. Hey, that's not a we can make idea. them calculate it for us. You know, maybe I should Google it like, oh, like lunar calendar. <laughs> hey, okay, if no one's ever thought of that, you can start that. <laughs> you know, you know, Reese, my math skills, they're... <laughs> They can. They're as big of the mist. They're as big of a mystery as the lunar calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so like now that I think of it, I don't think that the lunar calendar would become obsolete. Well, one, yeah, there will always be like people who are willing to count it. Like maybe in like mainland, main, in, like the mainland. Yeah. The mainland. Yeah. The motherland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> motherland. Maybe like mainland China, but also like we have technology. And also, I feel like the Philippines, we celebrate Chinese New Year, whether or not you're Chinese or Filipino, at least if you're like, yeah. living close to the yeah. Chinese region. I feel yeah. like it's a sign, since we're Phil Chai, that maybe it will just like stay, even if somebody just remembers it once in a while. Yeah, I, 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 I hear some like Filipino schools don't have classes when, whenever it's Chinese New Year, so that's nice. Oh, really? That's so sweet. Yeah. That- oh, joke was a whole different thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. It's like one of the professors. Uh, he was like he he went online to complain, like why are we celebrating Chinese New Year? We're not. Uh, oh. This is like a Filipino country, and like it's not even our tradition and anything. And something something. A lot of people got mad at him. I think my personal opinion is like, what is wrong with celebrating another holiday? We celebrate Christmas. Yeah. We celebrate. Yeah. We celebrate. Some people celebrate Thanksgiving. What else do yeah, celebrate? They celebrate yeah. like April Fools. What's yeah, wrong with Halloween celebrating a Chinese holiday? Exactly. Know, right? Especially considering how population of like Chinese people in our country is very, very vast. And it's yeah. growing too. Yeah. Oh, yes. my second argument. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm about to go in the debate here. But like, I feel like another thing is, isn't the Philippines known for being very diverse and like a halo halo ice cream thing? Yeah, I guess, in a sense. I remember Miss Radusha telling us the Philippines is like the halo halo of different yeah. things. Oh, I, think I, I think I remember that. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a bit hurtful to say, like, why can't we celebrate it? Huh, that's all. That's my point. What do you guys think? In my perspective, it's just, you know, it's an extra holiday. No work, no classes. Just take it, you know? Why not? <laughs> More I money, think. guys. More money. Get your decoys. Object to that. I feel like for me, it's like a lot of Filipino culture or like Filipino culture and Chinese culture have like similar values, like family, and like we like to prepare food and things like that. And I feel like that's also an essence 
like that's also something celebrated in Chinese New Year, which is like family reunion. So I feel like it's still relevant for us because it's also something celebrated in Filipino culture, you know. Yeah. And in the end, like China and the Philippines were neighbors, and the the three of us were like the product of this neighborhood, <laughs> this neighborship. <laughs> Like, you know, if you ask us to like pick sides, I don't think it's possible. I know. Yeah. So just let us celebrate whatever we want, and we can get double the holidays, double the angpals, double if the food. If you ever need an excuse in February to not go do your things like work or school, just say you're celebrating Chinese New Year. You know. <laughs> say you have to go to China for a two-day vacation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you leave on Saturday and come back on Monday. <laughs> Sounds more tiring, really. But like, I okay. I know. All right. I believe on that note, it is time to end this session of the So Called Podcast. So our listeners, if you guys have any comments or thoughts on this episode, feel free to mention them in the group form that we attached in our episode description. I'd also like to give a huge thank you to Reese Chen and Sophia Lui, who will be designing the cover art for this episode, or have designed at this point, and our editor, Princess Chan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And our writers, our amazing writers, Ira Ang, Benjamin Barredo, Erin Pui, Amber Lim, and Jackson Biang. Once again, I am Kay Kai, and these are my lovely, lovely guests, Chloe and Reese. Thank you. And on behalf of Silk Road, we hope you baby monkeys always stay on the road. The Silk Road. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.